I'm holding the shaft. <laughs> Bear down, I'm shafting it today, baby. Shaft, one of my favorite detectives of all time. I love Shaft. <laughs> the, the wildest part about that is the ESPN Chicago logo is right in front of you, so we don't know what Summer you're jump. holding there. We, we don't jump. know what's going on there. Uh, Covering my junk. What's happening there, Chicago uh, Bears podcast? Chicago Bears podcast. Bears. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and showing love. Hit that like button, subscribe Bears to the page. Bears down. That's how it feels, you're. I'm in a silly mood, too. That's how it feels, That's how it feels. Feels like the Bears are down. We need you to bring us up on a Friday. Uh, you you getting us that sponsorship there? Yes, I am. And that's that sponsorship there? America does run on Duncan, as uh, the slogan goes. That's the world tells me. I want to see Justin Fields on a rooftop. That's what I want to see. You want to see him on a rooftop? Justin Fields <laughs> on a rooftop. When they raise the money, when Dunkin' Donuts raises the money, they put everybody, the coppers oh, and the firemen. Oh, I on the rooftop. That in a minute, yeah. So Justin Fields needs to be up on a rooftop, uh, you know, collecting some money and uh, raising funds for the greater Chicagoland area. That's is, what is, I'm hoping. Is for. that how we're going to get him paid for the rest of, for the foreseeable future? Oh, I, <laughs> uh, listen, first of all, May second's the day that you got to pick up a fifth year option on oh, Justin yeah. Fields. So we'll see. It'll be an interesting offseason. I hope he plays uh, great in the next three games. I thought he plays fantastic, and it gives the Bears any and all options as they move forward. So it'll Does, be interesting. Is there is there any clarity of Justin P- Fields plays great the next three games? Because I feel like a lot of people went into the Cleveland game as kind of this is the last time you're going to have a defense this elite to face. What's he going to do against that? Didn't look good. 19 for 40. Well, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy didn't look good yeah. against these guys. They have a tendency to make quarterbacks not look so hot sometimes. It's usually when you're the number one some, defense out of yeah, go. Some have had a little bit more success than others. Yeah. That's fine. Um, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect. Um, but uh, I just need uh, anybody in the world out there to think that, hey, this guy can play. And I always said Lamar Jackson is comparable. Um, how close is he to being Lamar Jackson? And if the answer is close, then you got to find a way to put a team around them, or somebody might be able to find a way to put a team around them. Yeah. So, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily need the Bears to believe in them, but I need somebody to believe in them. So there's some value out there. And with whatever happens in the offseason, and now here's the difference. Now, I've resigned myself, and I've taken deep breaths to the fact that simply I am going to be a passenger on what's going to happen here with the Chicago yes. Bears in the quarterback situation. Um. They're going to find a way to make some sort of decision on what they want to do as they move forward. And if they decide they want to trade Justin Fields, then, okay, just maximize whatever deal you're going to get. Um, Send him probably out of the division. I wouldn't say he'd be out of the conference, but I think he'd be out of the division. And hopefully maximize whatever you're going to get back. Period. You know what? And and I've, I've kind of said the same thing because here's the one thing. Do I believe that Justin can play? Yes. Do I believe Justin will go to another team and play well? Yes. But I also believe that Ryan Poles actually has the best interest of the Chicago Bears in heart. And I think that he's putting out on a weekly basis, we're seeing the moves that he decided to make work in the Bears' favor if he feels like he needs a different quarterback to make this system work, make Luke Getze's system look better, make whoever the next OC system look better, next head coach, the decisions he makes, I'm willing to live with because in the two years he's been here, we have seen, I would say, very few decisions cripple or hurt the Bears in a long-term fashion, right? Really, the Claypool move well, is the uh, only one right. I mean, that may hurt you in a long-term and, and fashion. And that's because Joey Porter Jr., the better Joey Porter Jr. becomes, not that you were going to take him. Right. But that's 
the comparable. And if Joey Porter Jr. becomes an all-pro, then you're going to be scratching your head going, boy, that really was a catastrophic mistake. But he's not afraid to go ahead and do the same move. And I think Montez Sweat is has proven out to be a pretty damn good player. I think yes. he's, he's, he's heightened the level of the defense. I think everybody's been playing better because Montez Sweat is on the team. Now they just got to find another impact player on the defense, uh, uh, specifically on the defensive line. Yeah. Then they got to make a decision. I think they've made their decision on Eddie Jackson. I know that Eddie Jackson is probably going to move on. Uh, Whitehair is probably moving on. Lucas Patrick needs to leave. He needs to go away. Luke Getze is probably going to leave and go away too, which would be a positive thing. I don't know whether Eberflus will or won't. Yeah. Uh, but if you're going to have a new quarterback in town, if um, these are ifs, yeah. now these aren't me making declarative statements. If you're going to have a new quarterback in town, you might want to have a new coaching staff in town and be heading in the right direction. Um, and we'll see what well, the rhetoric hasn't started yet. We'll see what Caleb Williams thinks. We'll see what Drake may thinks. I am a fan of trading down, Yeah, trading down, allowing people who want to come up that think they got a quarterback isolated and he's their guy. I'm in favor of moving down once, moving down twice. And then I think, you know, like Shadur Sanders has become the second quarterback name that I've seen out there well, he's on staying. Mel Kuyper's yeah, list. Yeah, he's staying. Though. On Mel Kuyper's list. Well, is he eligible to come out? He's eligible, I believe, okay. to come the, out because the, he played at um, Jackson yeah. State. Yes. But I think he's so, going to stay one more year. So that's what everybody says until yeah. it comes time to, okay, well, I'm only going to make $2.5 million on my NIL. And what's if I get drafted sixth, what am I going to be making? And that gets my clock working in the NFL to get me to my second contract. Yeah. And that's when I'm going to get paid at that time when Shador Sanders becomes a fifth year player, then going into the sixth year where your quarterbacks will be making $70 million a yeah, year easily. So do you want to delay that process or do you want to get that process started as quickly as possible? I think the biggest difference with Shador is, um, and, and you, you've seen the man on the field, uh, he's still still hanging at the house with Pops. Not a bad place to live. <laughs> he's, got, he's got a nice little setup going on there. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and getting the NIL money and all of that. Even the mama bird kicks the baby bird out of the nest. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Dion's going to kick. Sometimes, gonna sometimes there's three of them in the nest. And you can only feed two. Then you just go ahead and just throw one out anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, this, this I've is seen true. That. I've seen that. Circle life. A lot bigger nest there, though. You're a yeah. lot bigger nest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a big nest over there. But that's fine. But listen, just depends. You're a young man. Yeah. When do you want your adventure to start? No, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could sit and stay in the in the bosom and want to play. You in can Colorado stay on the bosom as long year. as you like. Yeah. That's fine if that's what you choose to do. But at some point, you're going to have to unlatch and become yeah. a man. Yeah. So when you're ready to unlatch and become a man, welcome, welcome to the NFL. And, and he's he's going to not be, everybody can make it. He's going to be a real prospect in this league. But I, but I saw that his name because Mel Kiper put the uh, list out there. Okay. And he was the second quarterback on that list, going I don't know where, but it was just overall skill list. You know, yeah. ranking them as as prospects, not necessarily where they're going to come out in the draft. Yeah or where they're going to get drafted, just where they are at with grades for uh, the type of prospect they are coming out of college. You know, uh, I Mel Kuyper, never mind. Let me, let me not do well, that. Listen, Mel, Kuyper's <laughs> let me not do that Mel Kuyper's been doing it for a long time. Oh, yeah, 100%. A long time. And Mel Kuyper's been right on a lot of people, and he's been wrong on a lot of people. 100%. But that's his business. His business is evaluating talent. He's been doing it for a long time. He, he, he always has that one guy he pushes, yeah. though. 
<laughs> he's always got that one guy where it's like, what the heck? This guy? When he, when he, he's the main one pushing Trubisky up the board. I, wasn't I, he? I, I'll <laughs> tell you this. I watched um, Kalijah Kansi last year. Yeah. And Kalijah Kansi was ranked like ninth or tenth at the beginning. Yeah, but I think it was the second or third defensive lineman taken in last year's draft. He's playing with Tampa. I think he's been injured a little bit. Um, but when he's been there, I think he's had Lost. a little bit of an impact. So that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, but he noticed the same thing, too. When his list came out, he had uh, uh, Kalaji Kansi moving up, too. So there's certain areas I think that him and I can agree on, and there's certain areas that we don't agree on at all. So Yeah, well, that's I feel the way you. it works. Right? I feel you. Let me ask you this. Over the next three weeks, you talked about kind of the things that you're looking for. You talked about kind of, you know, what you want to see from this team. Are you still making decisions at this point or are decisions already made if you're the GM of this team? Do you already kind of know, I, I've seen enough of this? I think over the course of time, you've been able to see enough. You've kind of got a feeling, you know, win or lose. You've got a feeling of what direction you're going to head. You've got a feeling of what guys you're going to keep around, what guys you're going to start moving on from. I think you got a feeling of what you're going to be doing with your coaching staff. I, I, I think a lot of this is already kind of done. Yeah. And but you still got to play out the string. Um, you know, this team still, I think, could use that that confidence of what victories are about. You saw what they felt like, you saw what they looked like. Now they went tooth and nail with a deep, a pretty damn good defense. Yeah, they were 17 7. And then they allowed a quarterback again in the fourth quarter with, for whatever reason, they allowed him to go ahead and go crazy out there with 220 yards of passing offense. But uh, it, it's enough for me to say, all right, at least they're competitive, and they're they're not what they were the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, they're a better football team than they were the first three weeks of the season. Now we just got to keep this group focused. Now, what do you do with Jalen Johnson? It's a question mark. What are you going to do yeah. with him? You're going to keep him. You're going to pay I'd him. Pay. How much are you going to pay? I'd how pay. Much? How much? Um, how much if you he's if pay? he's willing to stay with the Chicago Bears, how with- much you willing to pay him? That's your question mark. If he's willing to stay with the Chicago Bear, first contract I'm coming in eighteen. Yeah, first contract I'm coming in eighteen. I, think they already- I don't know if he wants to reset the market. That's the biggest question mark. Well, um, if he wants to reset the market, the team that's going to get him is going to be woefully disappointed because you're going to overpay for him. Yeah, but that's what happens in free agency. We know that all happens in free agency. Um, is there compensation for the Bears if he ends up leaving? Do they get like a third round draft choice somewhere? Where was he taken? Um, he was taken in the second round, I believe. You would, yeah, you'd probably get some kind of compensatory. Yeah, so I'd, I'd wonder if you'd get some com- compensatory because this is his first deal. So yeah, probably. Or do you just put a um, you put a franchise tag? You on. could you franchise tag him as well. Top ten. Yeah, because the range from there is twenty three to fourteen. Well, and that's the thing for the with, with the franchise guy, for, for the 10th ten, guy. Yeah, with the franchise for him, I believe at this point it's about eighteen point five right. million. So that's why I said, right? I'll I'll pay you. Right, maybe I'll give you nineteen million. I'll give you a little bit more than the franchise tag would have been. Get you long term in here. Um, he's probably going to want to hit free agency again. What at twenty eight? He's twenty four now. So four year deal. Yeah, I mean, you work that out, well, or, or you try sure. to lock him up long term. See if you lock him up all the way. I don't yeah. know. Well, that's something that the Bears going to have to decide what yeah. they want to do with Jalen Johnson. Like I said, I think they move on from Eddie. Um, you got twenty nine, you got nine, you got six, you've got thirty three. If you decide to keep them, yeah, um, I think you're pretty pretty good there, pretty solid already. Um, whether you address safety in the draft or you don't have to, or you just get a veteran defensive guy in here that's a better tackler, a more willing tackler, yeah, than Eddie Jackson. Um, maybe that's the direction you go, and I don't mind that. If that's the direction that you decide to go. 
Uh, you, you're good with linebacker. You got to pick up a defensive lineman that can get to the quarterback. Yep. I don't know whether you do it in the draft. You do it in free agency. Uh, Daniil Hunter, I don't know. But I think you might need somebody coming from the middle. I still think Gervin Dexter can be Santana Dotson. He's got to spend an offseason maybe watching a little bit of film and developing. But I think he's a lot more viable of a defensive lineman here in the second half of the season than he was in the first one. He was trying to figure it out, and he was adjusting to the NFL game. I uh, don't know a lot about pickings. Ninety-three um, is a veteran. Ninety-seven's already resigned for next year. So big bill. It's interesting what you got on the defensive line. I think you're going to be fine there. Just need one guy to make a market improvement who can get to the quarterback. That's going to replace Nagakwe. Yeah. That guy replaces Nagakwe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the direction you go. You need a wide receiver. You need a left tackle. I'm not sold on Braxton Jones. I still think he's a little bit light in the ass. His grades come out good. They tell me the grades come out good, but the PFF grades, yeah, but that, I mean, that tell us that our offensive eyes, line yeah. is one of the better offensive lines. My in the eyes NFL. don't don't deny it. But what are you going to do with Tevin Jenkins? The oft injured Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, what do you do with him? I like him. I'd like to keep him, but he's going to be expensive. You pay tackles, you don't pay guards. My theory. Yeah, you've already paid Nate Davis, and Nate Davis. Is a streaky player. Um, I think he's better than he's shown us when he's being victimized by Aiden Hutchinson on the inside. Yeah. A simple swim move. And I was like, whoa, look, he's swimming me. <laughs> you should be able to combat that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I think you said it right, right, a guard, right uh, tackle, right, to right tackle, right guard. Uh, I don't know what you're going to do with Tevin. If, if you're going to move on from Tevin because of injury problems and because he's going to sign a big deal. Then you keep Braxton Jones, and then you address your center. But you got to get a center in this year's draft, which is if you trade down, you get that second draft, the second round draft choice. I think you go get your center. Uh, I get your center in the draft, uh, young stud rookie guy, healthy with a wrestling background, um, and come in and just play with nice balance and, and and be a positive for you at the center position. I've asked this with the offensive line, especially with Tevin. Right now, when we drafted Tevin, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he a left tackle? Oh, he was tackle, yeah. Why don't we try out Tevin Jenkins at the original position that we thought he could be successful at, but he never really got to play that position because rookie year he was hurt. When he came back, we had made some changes, slide him in the guard, slide him at the other guard, put him at right tackle. Right tackle he was horrible at. But, like, you know, like why don't we, we try and, and put him back in? Is it just because – you don't know how long he's going to be in the line. Who's the guy from Northwestern that came out in last year's draft, got drafted by the Tennessee Titans? Oh. Um, Everybody said, yeah. Peter Skaransky. Skaransky. Peter Skaransky. Yeah. Everybody said he was a guard. You know what? Everybody was right he was a guard. Yeah. Okay, so everybody was saying that, uh, okay, try him at right, and that's if you can play right. He's a road grader. Uh, he couldn't play right, couldn't handle the pass blocking out of right, but at the guard position, he's protected on both sides. Tevin Jenkins is a guard. Okay. He's established himself as one of the top guards in the league. Yeah, He's guard. Don't start screwing around with Tevin Jenkins anymore. You found a position he could play. Keep him at a position. Both sides, play. too. Yeah. <laughs> Plays so both. Keep, I love him on the right side there. much better. Right. Keep him there. I, if if, if I'm guard. the Bears. I don't screw around with moving him to tackle. He's a guard. I'm not even, like, it's so tough. If it, But what I saw on the right side when that uh, was it, Three weeks that uh, Nate Davis yeah. wasn't out when there. Nate Davis was gone. Pure dominance. When no, you had yeah. him and Tevin Jenkins next to each other. He's a good player. I would love to see somehow to get that to be consistent on that side because I would rather have dominance on, on a certain side and know that I can go that way every time 
versus, well, it's okay everywhere. Imagine getting yourself a center then. Yeah. That can do things and get yeah. second levels and do, you know, yeah. maybe even pull. God forbid you have a center that can pull yeah. and do some stuff for you. So, no, I, I mean, listen, you got places. You need the second receiver. Um, obviously, you need a second receiver or a first receiver, whatever you end up getting, yeah. whenever you end up getting them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you look at the team and you look what they got and what they need and what they're looking for. Uh, I just don't want to, with a bunch of talent, if you got to reset the quarterback position, I'd like to have somebody that could play. That's, I think that's my biggest concern coming into this year as well. Like, it's like, I'm okay, Ryan Poles, you want to change the QB, you want to, you want to move on. Yeah, fine. All right, let's do that. Um, Caleb Williams is not more protected behind this line. Drake May is not more protected behind this line, and he's less mobile and has already had, what, two knee injuries? Um, Jaden Daniels, maybe you bring him in. He's, he's a little bit more mobile, but, He's not any more protected, right? Like panic. The same issues exist right. no matter what you change at the quarterback position. And it, it seems like when people go, well, maybe we should get the offensive line together. Everybody goes, well, CJ Stroud doesn't have an offensive line. It's like, well, that's not the answer either, right? Deshaun Watson didn't used to play behind an offensive line. And that's not what you want to see. You want to see the Patrick Mahomes situation, the Brock Purdy situation. It's so far fetched in so many people's minds that the Bears should build up the offensive line when, I mean, how many left tackles can we talk about in the last 20 years well, that the Bears have had? I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not. Big cat? I'm not so worried about it. I think the center is what you got to improve. You're and more think, worried about I, center I think than the left whole tackle. world knows that you got to improve the center position. Yeah. And then if you lose Tevin Jenkins, then you've got to worry about your left guard position. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm worried about. And I'm not worried about anything else on that offensive line. Um, listen, the quarterback holds the ball a long time, whether anybody likes it or not. That's he does. A fact. He does. That's fact. He holds the ball a long time. I'm looking for a quarterback that can make a decision and throw the ball. That's yeah. that's what we'd be looking for if you decide you're going to move on. And, again, that decision hasn't been made. I'm saying if you do, I want a quarterback who's decisive and gets rid of the football. Yeah. That's it. And we'll see what it ends up Quarterback being. that's decisive helps this offensive line because he gets rid of the ball. He doesn't. Look, Pat, Pat, look, Pat, Pat, dance, 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 dance. Yeah. And so EO was EO was talking about it uh, earlier today. He said, you know, Waddle was showing him film of times where Justin Fields is still missing. And he is. All right. Like I, I said that like 19 for 40 ain't good. And it's not all the blocking scheme was terrible and the wide receivers weren't open. And it's like, like Justin Fields had a bad game. I watched a game where two was under duress the whole game. Yeah. The whole game yeah. was under duress. Nobody says for Tua, hey, his offensive line needs to block better for him. He looks down and he throws the ball. Yeah. And when he's under pressure, he tries to evade the pressure, and then he tries to get the ball downfield. That's yeah. what he does. You know, not, there wasn't a constant thing, well, his offensive line sucks. His offensive line sucks. No. it's They're doing what they can. They're trying to pressure him. They're trying to get to him. They want to put pressure on Tua. But, hey. And he's utilizing the legs. He, he's doing what he's doing. Yeah. He's getting it out of here. He's throwing the ball downfield. Yeah, he's getting out of trouble, but in the same breath, he sees it coming, where it's coming from, and he goes and he attacks it. Yeah. Because he, he knows where he's going. He knows what he wants to do with the football. It's different when you don't know what you want to do with the football. And that doubt makes everything kind of look sketchy.
Yeah. And makes everyone look sketchy. And that's why including your offensive coordinator makes him look foolish too. Well, I think he's just foolish. I, 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 don't, and again, I I'm I think Lou Getzi kid. I don't think Lou Getzi's ready to ride it out. Whatever the offseason is. I don't think is. Lou Getzi's Matt Nagy. I I want to say that, right? I right. actually think Matt Nagy tries to draw. I think he plays Matt. Right? Yeah, this 15-yard pass is going to work out. Well, your quarterback doesn't have an offensive line, so he doesn't have time. Well, you keep saying you don't have an offensive line. Well, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, right, when you got that pressure in your face and you're trying to run 20-yard passes, right, I saw that with Jay Cutler. It's not pretty. I've seen that, right, with, with now uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Fields. I think Luke Getze actually can draw up plays. I think that he's stuck in his ways in certain things. And he feels like he has to be the smartest guy in the room whenever he walks in the room. And so what do you do with that? Oh, well, uh, third and one. Uh, yeah, I know I, I got these two six-foot-plus guys that are 230-plus pounds. But uh, end around to Tyler Scott, who's 175. Let's, let's uh, run that play, as many they, times as possible. They ran the two plays at the beginning of the game. They were both end rounds, and they each gained 11 yards. So, you know, sometimes when you play chess, you make a move, and the other guy's got the counter already set and ready to rock. Yeah. And, you know, if you run a naked boot and the guy stays there, then your naked boot ain't worth crap. If you run that and the uh, defensive end ignores everything that he sees in front of him and just decides to run upfield, guess what? They guessed right, you guessed wrong. Yeah. And that happens sometimes. 70 plays, every once in a while you're going to guess right and they're going to guess right, and boom, it gets smacked right in the face. That happens sometimes. I just think, right, like why? You know, you run the Philly special. If it was 100% touchdown every week, <laughs> they'd be running the Philly special yeah. everywhere all the time. But at some I haven't point, seen the, people, the Philly special very often. People by sit on it, you know, and then after a while, it's like, okay, we can't run it. We got to put it in a scrap heap because yeah. people are sitting on the Philly special. So, no, I, I get that. I just think, right, like there's too many times where the, the obvious play, just because it's the obvious play doesn't mean it's the wrong play. And I feel like in Luke Getzi's mind, it does. Right, the obvious yeah. play of like we need it's it's third and inches. Let's let's QB sneak this. No, how about we put a tight end back there, and we see if we can shove him over the lines. Like, but you, I love the option pass. <laughs> I, I don't want, I don't know why people don't run it. You run the option like you run a toss play. Every the receivers go out to block, then you release one receiver, and there he is wide open. Yeah, the guys just got a rainbow it up there. They come down. Problem is, Tunyon can't come down with a catch. That's your problem. Scott, I mean, I thought the ball was overthrown on the sideline in the final series of the game, the first play. The first the, one, yeah, he had to jump for I mean, geez. Yeah, he had to jump for I mean, come on now. Let's help everybody else out. Make a good throw. Make a good catch. Yeah. And now you're at the 50 with time on the clock. All you've got to do is move the ball another 15 yards. And now you're a world beater. Now everybody thinks you guys are fantastic. Yeah. You tie the game. You send it into extra time, uh, into overtime, and you never know what's going to happen in overtime. Instead... Uh, Daryl Mooney, Darnell Mooney, just lets it go in his stomach and into his hand, into his stomach, into his lap, and then hits the ground and it goes shooting toward his leg. He kicks it up perfectly for the other guy on the team. I'm like, what was what was going through your mind when when that play went through? Well, when it when it was through, I, you know, I'm like, he rolled left, yeah. gave himself all the time in the world, gave his team a chance to be victorious. You know, they went up for it. They batted it, and there it was. And for a millisecond, for a millisecond, I allowed myself to go. And then I saw the ball ricocheting it, and then I kicked at something, and I think I ended up taking some skin off. You still, you still dealing a with dermal, that? A dermal level. You guys level. are hurting Yerk. No, it's just a <laughs> kick, and that's what happened. And then it's like, <clears throat> after that, you're dealing with another game lost. Yeah. Found a way to lose the game again. Snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory once again. And um, 
that's when if you're going when I say now if you're going to make a change you're going to make a change because you can't do that three times. I mean, twice is bad enough, but doing it three times during the year. So that's why I'm back. I'm like at Mavericks. Yeah, out on the West Coast. I'm at Mavericks. I'm on the break waiting for the waves to come in. The big big monster forty footers. And I'm just sitting there. I'm, I'm riding my board, and that's what the off season is going to be for me. I'm going to ride the board and see what's going to happen, and I'm not going to predict what's going to happen. I'm no. just going to react to what everything's happening. And I, I, I'm not. I'm not in a prediction game. I, I I don't have a crystal ball. You know, I'm not Karnak the magician. You know, that's not what I do. You got the hair for it though. I might. You got the hair for it. I'm not mad at it. Smooth and maybe straight. a little Beijing in there. You throw some Beijing in there. Go all black. Okay. That's the that's the magician way to do it, right? I got a second chin here that's starting to bother me. Oh, Robert, Robert, Robert. I look like a big fat frog. <sighs> My frog legs would be tasty too, baby. Ooh, what are we talking about? Yeah. Here? My frog legs. I'm a big oh, fan of frog oh, legs. Oh, okay. You ever had frog legs? I have. They are phenomenal. Uh, I've best had place. frog legs. I've had gator. Have you? Gator's really good. All right. Now, the best frog legs I've had, they used to be at Vicky's Melody Tap in Calumet City, Illinois, but they've shut down. The proprietors have passed away, unfortunately. Children weren't interested in continuing on with the business. Uh, a Princess Cafe down in Beecher, Illinois. Never had. Have had. They've got the some of the best frog legs now i haven't gone into the city try to hunt down some frog yeah, legs. I, I never and i am sure there's great spots in the city where you could get some scrumptious frog legs i'm just telling you the ones that i know yeah, yeah, yeah. now phil schmidt's on the south side over in whiting indiana yeah used to have it but they closed the restaurant down because the casino went in there and then All phil right. schmidt's is no more makes sense so you can't find them over there anymore but the princess cafe has got some pretty pretty good ass uh, frog legs. I can't go wrong with frog legs. I've had gator. I've had uh, what's uh, what's a little fried rabbit. Love me some rabbit. Haas and pfeffer. A little Haas and pfeffer. You know, sweet Vidak, my father yeah. used to catch rabbits in the yard. Yeah, harvest them. So we call harvesting yeah, harvesting yeah, yeah, of the yeah, local rabbit yeah. population. They were getting in his lettuce. He's more than happy to catch himself a rabbit and kill it, and then uh, made some real good, uh, real good food with that. Yeah, yeah, and my mom had that in a stew. Yeah, oh, oh that's yeah, that's how he that's how he made it. That's and and uh, my mom goes, Mom, you know, I didn't mind eating rabbit all the time, but she goes, Tell your brother and sister it's chicken. <laughs> and you can say it's chicken, mom, but it don't look like chicken. <laughs> and it don't taste like chicken. It <laughs> tastes like rabbit. And <laughs> so we enjoyed the hell out of Haas and Pfeffer. My uh my my great grandfather used to uh he used to catch them very similar and yeah. He would, but he he was very, it was very tough. Like I'd come up and he'd have like the rabbit gutted and all that. Yeah. And he'd go, look, Bugs Bunny. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, God. And then well, you're walking around the day like, I'm not eating Bugs Bunny. Well, and he starts smelling it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to eat it. Bugs don't smell that bad, though. Yeah. Hold on. What's, uh, what's going on on there? Can I get some hot sauce on this? Right. I mean, I, you might have to take out some Bugs Bunny on this. You most certainly can. Yeah. And my mom made what she called pura, pura, which what is, is cornbread. That? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, cornmeal, boom, in the thing. She'd mix it up, but we'd put it out in one big blob, and it was hot. Yeah. And you'd dig in with your hands, and you'd eat it with your stew. It wasn't, you know, corn. It didn't look like cornbread. So you know, it wasn't like baked tray. all. Oh, okay. It wasn't in a tray. It wasn't baked where you could quarter it and then take a piece of it. No, it came out in a big pile. Yeah. Out of the, uh, a, a big uh, pot. And boom, and it was all cooked together, and puda was good. Man, that sounds good. Straight in there that with the hands, fine. and yeah. you sit there, and you use it like as a mop. 
to soak up the juices in your whatchamacallit, in your uh, stew. See, this messed up. It, Delicious. That's why I love doing your episode, but now I always end up leaving here eating something. That's right. Every time, eating something. Puda. 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 I like that. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Yerk, we got a game. When I was in high school, I used to tell my mom, I'm going to get me some Puda. Are we still talking about the same thing? <laughs> We're talking about, yeah. Okay, we still cornbread. Talk about We're still talking about cornbread. Yeah, got Puda. got nervous there, Yerk. I know. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, I mean, your, your mind, it, it has a tendency to wander <laughs> on me. Uh, former construction worker, Yerk. I've, yeah. I've been in a lot of interesting environments. Now you friend. become Pat the Wanderer. Yeah, Pat the yeah. Wanderer. I like that one. The Pat the Wanderer is the, good. Pat the Mind Wanderer. Pat the Maroni. Roni, yeah, I mean, uh, Rice Roni, the well, San Francisco treat. Well, now treat. we're getting closer to my last Rice Roni, the San Francisco treat. I love it. We got a game this Sunday York, Arizona Cardinals, Chicago Bears. Um, Shane Norling on the radio said uh, he wishes the Bears would just lose out. I, of course he does. <laughs> of course he does, because nobody sees any value in winning, but there is value. And, in and that's and that's kind of the point I was going to make. And There's a lot if, of people that don't see the value. Uh, of No matter what's going to happen at the quarterback position, there's still a value when it comes to winning and learning how to win. Yeah. Uh, and learning how to solidify games and not pissing away 10-point leads in the fourth quarter. With two takeaways. Yeah. Only team to ever do that. Two-plus two oh, takeaway lead. Yeah, they, they've set all types of records. Oh, yeah. All the wrong ones, though. Yeah. Does that does that say more about your coaching staff? It may. Yeah. Like, that to me is the most telling yeah. thing. And, and Every time inability. we talk about this coaching yep. staff, we're speaking on something that no one else in history has well, done. That's why I'm negative. open. That's why I'm open for anything. Yeah. You know, I, can, I can't defend everything you know, anymore. anymore. Yeah, no. I'm just like, okay, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Like I said, Mavericks, I'm out there on the break. Yeah. I'm on my paddleboard. Enjoying some Puda? You know, well, Puda, you can't, not on the water. Oh, okay. It, it, it won't stay on the water. But I'm going to just sit there and I'm going to watch everybody take the waves, try to make sure I'm just going to sit in there and chill. And then I'll ride around the outside and I'll make my way to the shore. <laughs> you know, everybody else is swimming uh, against uh, the current. Right. I'm, just, everybody else right. can work hard. I'm going to be out on the perimeter making it to the shore. I'm not riding it. I'm not getting in the pipeline. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to be out there watching, enjoying myself and having a good time. And that's what I'm going to do the rest of the year. I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy. And I'm going to react to what the Bears do and what they try to figure it out uh, at the quarterback position. So you want to see this team keep and the coaching staff and uh, the rest of the uh, roster that they have. Yeah. So you want to see this team continue to win, go out there and and oh, absolutely keep this defense. Yes, I want this defense firing. I want to force turnovers. Uh, I want to be proficient in the red zone when the offense gets there. Yeah, and I want the quarterback to play as, as, as good as he possibly can. Yeah. So any and all possibilities are available to the Chicago Bears in the offseason. Yeah. yeah. As this season comes to a close, and we'll bring this podcast to a close because you has got a very important radio to, show to do. But as this season comes to a close, you're, you were a part of something and got to see something that we don't see a lot of franchises do. And I wanted you to bring that to the podcast because – it could be a strategy for the Bears here. Yes, of course, we know they have the top pick, but you were part of a franchise that basically took a quarterback any chance they got and took flyers on every quarterback that they could yep. until they found the right one, the Green Bay Packers, of course, who I'm talking about, and they got two out of it by making, well, I mean, you know, two. I'm not all in on Jordan Love yet, but two out of it at least, and and one that is a capable player. Well, not only that, but they made starters around the league. Yes. Which is what they did. So I, when I got there, our first uh, quarterbacking situation was uh, Don Mikowski, Mike Tom, Zach, and Blair Keel, former Notre Dame guy. 
Um, in 92, I think that's when we brought, um, in the offseason, we bought, uh, brought Brett Favre to the party. So it was Mikowski, Brett Favre, Anthony Dilwick out of Duke. So those were our three quarterbacks going into that year. Then it was Favre, Ty Detmer, Mark Brunel. And those are our three quarterbacks that we have. Yeah. Detmer would go on to play for Philadelphia. Brunel would go on to start for um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars yeah. Right. We also had Kurt Warner in camp in 1995. Yes. They identified Kurt Warner as a possible player. So they brought him to camp. It didn't work out for him there. He went back and did what he did, worked in the grocery store, played in the Arena Football League, came back in the league in 1999, and became a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Yes. So that's his story. Jay Barker. With Kevin Warren, by the yeah, way. Yeah. Jay Barker was a quarterback from Alabama that they drafted. They brought him in. He just didn't fire. It didn't work. They got rid of him. Hasselbeck. Yeah. So they got Matt Hasselbeck. They got in. They liked him so much. When Mike went to Seattle, he stayed with Mike. Mike traded for him. They got him over there. Aaron Brooks, another guy that they drafted. I remember Aaron ended Brooks. Ended up Aaron Brooks yeah. started down for the New Orleans Saints. So they were never shy to get quarterbacks, and Favre never was threatened with any of the quarterbacks they had because they had made a commitment to Favre. But they brought him in. They developed under Mariucci. They developed under Andy Reid eventually, and they developed under Mike Holmgren. And that's what they did. Ron Wolf was a believer in bringing quarterbacks in, drafting quarterbacks, bringing them in via free agency. He wanted to see and to look at a bunch of different guys. Ron Wolf was also a fan of Rex Grossman. He said he's the closest thing to Brett Favre that he's seen at the college quarterbacking in a long time. So he was wrong. College Rex was, he was such wrong a different on that. player. Yeah, he was wrong on that. College because the Rex pros was terrible. such a different player. My God. But the philosophy is to draft a quarterback every year. And Denver, yep. they took in the ninth. Brunel, I think they took in the third or the fourth. Yep. Uh, Aaron Brooks, they took a little bit later. You know, they didn't just necessarily say, hey, we're going to pick high, but we will pick someone. Well, and I think that's the thing, right? In my mind, right, you had far. Rodgers was drafted what? He was drafted. 25th player. Yeah, I was going to say. He, he was all the way to He 25. was early. Yeah. Um, you had Rodgers, you drafted Love. Not to say Love is Rodgers, but you drafted a competent quarterback, it seems, yeah. that was able to sit in the sit. Does it seem like that might be a strategy that definitely the Chicago Bears, but more teams had have had struggles finding quarterbacks? The more I think the more draft equity you have, the easier it is to take a guy with a fourth or a fifth round pick yeah. that you like or a third round pick with the more draft equity you have which is why I would love to see the Bears take that first pick and turn it into multiple picks. Yeah, One next year, one this year. Uh, if you want to wait another year and get one in 2024, uh, 20, 20, yeah, I don't care. Stretch it out. If you're the GM and you plan on being successful and you're going to be here forever, you don't mind having that type of draft equity. Yeah, uh, It's a little easier to kind of assume what the next year's draft might look like um, as opposed to two years somewhere down the line. But then you got the second rounders and you got other picks that you can kind of acquire. Yeah. And then if you move down a second time, the key is can Ryan Poles and his scouting staff identify the quarterbacks, go through them, watch them, and then identify the guy they believe is going to be the best at the NFL level. And, you know, it's only them that they're going to be looking. They're going to be analyzing. They've got to find that one trait or that second trait that separates the one guy from the rest of the guys, keep their mouth shut, have an idea how far they can go down, and still get the quarterback that they want. Yeah. 
and then not share it with the rest of the world. Yeah, that you helps. Keep your mouth shut, and then when you get your chance and your opportunity, you come to the podium and you say, with this pick overall, but we're going to take quarterback, blah, 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 yeah. from blah, 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 for blah, 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 and we think he's going to be our guy, and then have him come in. I mean, Brock Purdy came from nowhere. Yeah. And when they identified him as the guy, when they gave him an opportunity, and, and the, the biggest thing was when he played, he played his ass off. Yeah. Okay? The telltale sign when he got his opportunity, he played his ass off. Bye-bye, Jimmy G. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all the victories. Thanks for taking us to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, okay, we're moving on from you. Trey Lance, we gave up a ton of stuff for you, my friend. We gave up everything in the world because we thought you were going to be our guy. Yeah. It didn't work out for us. Have a good one. It's a lot easier when you and, have the next guy. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. It's embarrassing. What they did with Trey Lance, it made John Lynch kind of look like a little bit of a moron and an idiot. Yeah. But when you got Brock Purdy, it's easier to say goodbye. Yeah. You know? So goodbye to you. And that's the way they worked it. We'll see what this Bears team we'll does. Offseason is going to be fun. Yerk's going to be riding the waves. I'm going to be, be uh, riding the Mavericks. I'll be I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably swimming against Luka Doncic. I'm, I'm, I'm swimming. Against, oh, the It'll Luka be me and Doncic out on Mavericks getting the, it done yeah, for We you. ended up with Larry Markkinen in that draft, so I'm not as, uh, not as thrilled about that. Yeah, yeah I there, think he went fourth, right? Uh, Larry went seventh. Doncic went fourth. Doncic went fourth. I fourth, think. Yeah. yeah. Fourth or third, one of them. Fourth. Because uh, Vladi wouldn't pick him. Lottie Dottie, his name is Vladi. Lottie had beef with Pops back in the old country and yeah. said, I'm not oh, picking yeah. uh, Luca. Wait, and why in the old <laughs> it's country? It's the greatest thing. But you know where Pops is from, right? Where Pops is from out here in Northwest Indiana. Where Luca's dad is from? No, no, Popovich. Popovich. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying oh. Vladi Divac had oh, a beef dad, with Luca's dad. dad. I thought you meant Popovich. No, no, like, no, 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 no. Vladi had a beef with Luka Doncic's dad back in the old country and said, I'm not picking your kid. Yeah. That didn't work I, out. I know. That Vlade, didn't work out. I know Vlade a little bit. Yeah. I know Vlade a little bit. Yeah. But that's too bad. That's tough. Hey, listen, you landed in, uh, you, you land where you land probably for the reason you landed. Yeah. So the Mavericks were a good fit for Doncic. Oh, yeah. And now they're just trying to. Find a way to play better. Yeah, Vlade picked. I think Marvin they made a trade. Here. I think they made a trade last year that did not work well for the Kyrie? Mavericks. Whatever, whatever trade, Kyrie did. yeah, I think it was where they jettisoned a lot of people. Yeah, they brought yeah, in, yeah. yeah, didn't work out well. Well, they were already on a downward trend. The, the yeah. Mavericks and the Mavericks. But hey, the Bulls have seven and three over the last ten since Zach Levine has been out. Yeah, real yeah. nice game against the Lakers. It was LeBronless, right? It, who? Did LeBron play or LeBron not? Play? Played, oh, I he thought played. He played. They beat the uh, full strength Lakers. Full strength Lakers. Full strength West. Well, Conference. it wasn't the in-season tournament in anymore. In-season yeah. tournament champion. In-season tournament's over, so the Lakers can't <laughs> find the motivation to play no more. That great in-season tournament banner oh. that's going to go on up 20 years from now. IST. Man. What does that stand for? All the kids. What does that stand for? Nobody knows. <laughs> 20 years from in now. In-season tournament. Whoa, we're we're, we're going to be comparing in-season tournament MVPs. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> it's not going to last? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I doubt it. The reason it doesn't last is in Europe, all the best leagues play against each other in Champions League. Yes. You know, so you got the four best from La Liga, the four from English Premier League, the four from the Bundesliga, four from there who are on top of the Schedetta. You know, uh, four from or uh, two from Portugal, two from the Netherlands, uh, one team from Croatia. You get one team from Yugoslavia. You get a team, uh, two teams from the Ukraine, a couple teams from the Turkey League. So you get them from every league. They yeah. get balled in and then they play against each other. All right. That's the league. 
That's something special. That's the best of the best getting together playing club. Yeah. All right. That's something special. Not the same teams in the NBA playing the same teams in the NBA. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's the in-season tournament. And, oh, we're in Vegas. Hey, look at us. We're in Vegas with the NBA making things happen. Bull crap. It's garbage. I appreciate y'all. It's garbage. For another episode. I just I just wanted to hear him talk about the in-season tournament. It was it was a long play. Appreciate you guys tuning in, showing love for York. I'm Pat the Designer. Hopefully the Bears get a win this Sunday and we have a much more uh, entertaining week P coming your way. Pat the Designer. P for, well, it's better than what the P was for earlier. Or are you saying something now? No, I said it's for Pat. Hello. It's got a new. It's for Pat the Designer. Oh, okay, all right. It's for Pat the PP boy. Oh, there it is. There it is. Hey, follow us on everything. Uh, Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace.